Oh, yes. Welcome to Back Door Cover. We're flying blind without the music this morning, so hopefully I'm not stepping on the beat and we don't have a hype horn to hit. Hit the hype horn. Boom. There you go. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Backdoor Cover. I am Micah and I am joined by Brad. Hello, Brad. What's up, Micah? We are recording live from the MWBK studios, otherwise known as my bedroom. Uh, welcome in, Brad. Oh, it feels good to be in. Feels good to be in person. We've also got Charlie here. Uh, Charlie's bringing the energy this morning. Yeah, Charlie the dog is really having a lot of fun. Hopefully she's not going to bark, and if she does, I'll put her anti-bark collar on her, and she won't like it. You're going to cage her? Uh, no, I, I mean, I'll put her... The problem is she, <laughs> she keeps barking when she goes in the crate. That, yeah. That's not an effective tool. We have this uh, this collar. Uh, it's right over there. Oh, yeah, so yeah. when it vibrates, it gives yeah, her a it little vibrates. Beep, and then it bubs her. Yeah, oh, you see her jump just then? She says, hey, man, don't beep me. No beeping, Don't fam. at me, bro. Uh, we are back, and it's uh, we had an eventful first round of the NFL draft last night. Brad was with uh, Peter the Irish guy and Can't Miss Mitch. and El- Was Gars there? No Gars. No Gars. Uh, so it, Our fourth member is Coach, who's apparently a coach. Three-fourths of the, the Titan High crew were together last night gambling on the NFL draft and probably drinking... A uh, lot of lot of expensive IPAs. Oh, really? Yeah, I went over to uh, Kings, it, you know, Kings Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got maybe every beer in all of the Central Texas regions, and uh, I picked up one. Actually, well, you were it, drinking the expensive Well, IPAs. I brought them in, and everybody drank them. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, I was looking out, and we got Eastside Pies, too. Oh, man, look I, at you guys. I found a New England pale ale called Cat in the Wall. It was pretty good. Sounds good for you. I have rainbow cats on the on the can. It was really on brand for I me. I always so. figured Peter was the kind of guy who would make fun of people drinking uh, IPAs. Peter was in a surprisingly, uh, I don't know how to describe it, uh, He's in a very positive mood. There wasn't a whole lot of hate being spewed. <laughs> he, he was very amicable last night. Well, maybe he switched to IPAs. He also instead of drinking a thousand White Claws. He did, did he also say Jameson he shots? went to uh, he went to Woodrow's for the the football game. Uh, Manchester, I guess, played at oh, two. So he was quite. Oh, so he, he, would, he was he was smelling himself by the time he got over to Mitch's. He does that. Well, that sounds fun. Uh, he does drink Jameson. He drinks whatever uh, liquor is his thing, though. So did you speaking of. Uh, Irish whiskey. Did you hear about Conor McGregor? No, tell me about. Apparently, it. they sold that Proper Twelve company that he started. Okay, have you seen the commercials where he's got a I Irish haven't, whiskey? Actually, I, I'm surprised to say I have. And not. You'd recognize it like a bunch of them. He's just like holding a bottle and laughing. Okay, I've probably seen it. It's on like Instagram, a green bottle. Um, yeah, like he does still shots because like I've seen all of his stuff there. But yeah, I just yeah, hadn't. I guess during sporting events, I'm not paying that close of attention. Usually, I'm watching with people and stuff. But whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, so apparently what about they it? sold their their Irish whiskey brand for six hundred million dollars. How are all these famous people selling liquor brands for so many dollars? Like, didn't George Clooney make a shitload from yes. Casamigos? Like, bubba billions. Yes, uh, he like, did quite well. I mean, I don't know how much of this Connor has, but he's been the face of the brand since it launched, and they blew up. Uh, Does it say six or eight hundred million? Six hundred. I don't. It says some of the headlines say Connor made six hundred million. Some people, uh, but. Uh, who knows? The internet's I, not the most reliable. You need you need a specific source, but but he regardless, started, he started showing up to press conferences with whiskey and stuff. I don't know if you remember that against Khabib. I remember this. Yeah, Khabib's I remember him being is, the whiskey salesman. You know, Khabib is a very uh, practicing Muslim, <laughs> and Connor's like, "Take some pussy," and just yelling at him. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you know, Khabib whipped his ass a couple nights later. But um, yeah, proper twelve, uh, good, good for Connor. Who is buying these these liquor? Why? What are you doing? 
uh, you know, the big brands consolidate. Oh, so it's usually like yeah, whatever it, Crown Royal Coca Cola is buying these people up. I, those are two different companies. Oh, I thought Crown Royal was owned by Coke. No. Okay, whatever. So it, whatever. either way, yeah. it's, no, it's, 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 mega, it's the big mega ones. distributors. So. Yeah, it's it's like whoever bought uh, whoever bought the big tequila brand, you know, Casamigos, Patron, Casamigos. Okay. They all start small and then sell. Yeah, but I just it's the lately it's just been so much, such a high price tag, and it's like, how does that? I Good guess it's Connor. just like free marketing for like you just b- get this built-in audience of people. I don't know. I will say this around St. Patrick's Day. I've never had proper twelve, and I really. Don't like Jameson. I no. don't like Irish whiskey. I don't Same. like the, the the wood oaky flavor. It doesn't mix barrels. with anything. You're going to have to drink it straight. Yeah, much. and I don't like it. So uh, <laughs> that's two bad things. Strike about two. It. Um, yeah, but I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go buy a bottle of proper twelve. I've never actually drank it. What's a bottle cost? Do you remember? I don't know because I went to like three different liquor stores over the course of that week. I no wasn't just like, it. I've got to find proper twelve. But I was like, I went in one day. I had the dog. I walked over there. I was like, yeah, you know, it's Irish. It, it's St. Patrick's Day. Maybe I can get it on sale. Uh, actually, I think I got an email saying that they had mm-hmm. proper 12 on sale. I walked over there. Couldn't find it. Well, now like, that, I think they were sold out. Yeah. I went to another place later that week to like buy White Claws for the weekend. Sold out. I'm like, what? what is going on? Huh. So it must, it must be popular. Well, now that there's a major distributor backing it, I'm sure that it will be in stock. And I mean, Connor is the most famous Irishman in the world. Yeah, probably so. Uh, him or Bono. Yeah, you too is what I was thinking. But I'll I'll take Connor. <laughs> Connor's so got more Instagram followers. You know, he's he's worth it. That we would never know about that company if it weren't for Connor McGregor. Anyway, yeah. we just wasted uh, six minutes talking about Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're we're going to talk about the draft and uh, recap round one. Uh, before we do, I will remind everyone to check out Mind of Micah. Uh, I haven't released anything this week. So I'm going to have to do something today. It's Friday as we record this. Uh, Brad and I have been doing Top Chef recaps, but because the draft went so late last night, Brad did not watch. Yeah, we Top did Chef's stay up Thursdays. and watch it, which we never do. You did? Yeah, I watched the whole draft and then hammered through Top Chef. We were up till midnight, okay. which is normally about, about 90 minutes past my bedtime. We uh, watched it in, in bed. I don't really remember anything that happened. Oh, that's good. Um, but we'll we'll get to it. Basically, we've actually been on kind of rhythm where we do every other episode. Yeah. So our recaps cover two episodes. So I we'll, honestly wouldn't mind even doing it this weekend after we watch. We'll watch tonight yeah, or something okay. like that. Well, you, we'll, we'll figure it out. You, we'll get your recaps. So you should be watching Top Chef. I'm going to get some more stuff on uh, Mind of Micah here. Next week should be busier. I've got some time this weekend to uh, hammer out some content for the people. Mind of Micah. Also, Ooh. Micah's Read of the Week has been just on fire recently. i got to tell you. Yes, yeah. People love it. And I'm, I, I'm a big reader. I'm about to commit to, uh, it's grilling season, as you know. Oh. And uh, it's about to be the, the summer, I guess it's not really summer, but it's going to be the season of flank steak. I'm all in on flank steak. You know I, that's my primary. I've got like four recipes that I've been waiting to share. I think I'm going to do a different one every week. Yeah. Bam. Salt and pepper and oil is all you need. Oh, no, your boy's getting exotic with it. Yeah. You like to soak it and stuff and do all that? You know I like a good soak. Marinating, soak, soak city. I got some news for you. <laughs> Yeah. So on Sunday, I am headed to San Antonio for a, uh, the PM group represents Thomas J. Henry. It's an ad agency. They're yeah. putting on a gala. And then on Monday, Oosh. I'm playing at La Cantera. Or is it? Ooh, La, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, La Cantera. Yeah, the golf course. There's a golf oh, that's tournament. Tight. So are I'll you, uh, I'll be out there. Are you going to the gala? I am. Are you wearing black? I am not. I'm wearing, wearing, tuxedo or something? I'm wearing a uh, shark skin blue Woo! suit Woo! with suspenders and no tie. Wow. It's going to be sick. That's savage. Yeah, I got my hair did. I got the Luka Doncic fade. 
life's good right now, man. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time this weekend, and then uh, yeah, look out for me on the Instagram. Lock on Terra, wow. Bradley B Key, I'll be That's, posting. You'll shoot 130 there, but it, easily. It's fun. There's a long drive contest, really? and there uh, is a so hole this in is one an deal. official. Oh, I'm swinging TJ, out the shoes. TJH tournament. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, this is this is a big. Who are you tournament. playing with? We've got a foursome with oh, like so a couple of different paying stuff? clients. Yeah, oh, some, oh, some with folks around Austin, gotcha. stuff like that. They're gonna be like, "Wow, Brad's really long off the tee," and then his iron game is—he has the same iron game as my seventy-year-old father. You can hit it hundred and fifty yards right and hundred and fifty yards straight at the same time. Somehow, what a slice! Wow, I've never seen somebody uh, hit a hit a nine iron from hundred and fifty yards out and only get the ball twelve feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird it's an interesting strategy brad it's a stinger sir that is a stinger <laughs> uh anyway now i'm just making jokes to we're making very inside jokes yeah niche point. very niche uh let's talk about this draft and uh what was let's just start big takeaways before we talk about uh your watching experience in the game and the gambling that you guys did last night mm-hmm. what's your big takeaway from watching the draft last okay night? so my first thing is when i was during the draft I couldn't understand what the Giants were doing when they traded back. I thought they were taking Slater, the offensive lineman. I thought they needed to fill that position. I didn't understand, and they decided to trade back and let Chicago come up and take Fields. I believe that's that's the the order that that happened in. Yeah, and I was like, why would you do that? Nobody. Why? Okay, there there are a couple of questions. Actually, it was the Eagles who traded up. I believe the Eagles traded up and took Hurts. Not Hurts. What's the kid from Alabama's name? The receiver. Devontae Smith. Smith the Heisman yeah. Trophy winner. So I, I couldn't understand it, and they traded back to like somewhere in the 20s, and they end up taking that Tooney kid out of Florida, the receiver, mm-hmm. who just roasted Missouri. And I thought about today, and I was like, this actually does make sense if they like Tooney over Smith, because they traded back 10 spots, lost the chance to draft Devontae, but picked up Tooney, and Tooney's a bad, bad boy, and he wasn't that highly... It seemed like he was a bit of a stretch. You thought, uh, I thought so, that, too, That was but... the general consensus, but, you know, if the dude is if the dude is what I think he could be, uh, there aren't that many dudes like that. Like, he is... Devontae Smith could be, you know, it could be an excellent all-pro receiver. Yeah. The, the dude from Florida could be... What's the guy for the Chiefs? Uh, You're talking about uh, Hunt. No, uh, not not Hunt. The oh. the cheetah. Uh, now our name. Yeah. Now I can't think of it because you asked me. Yeah. They not ha- Kareem Hunt. Not Kareem Hunt, who they formerly had. But they've they've got the the little guy who's the fastest dude on the field who changes the whole game. That's the kind of guy that the dude from Florida can be. Um, a guy that's just impossible. That's, and they were to comparing defend. him to Waddle too. Like that that guy got. Why can I not think of this fucking guy's name? Anyways. I know his name on Instagram is Cheetah, but I, I don't know. Uh, that means you spent too much time on Instagram. No, nah, this is this is embarrassing. Anyway, so they, that's sort of the game-changing situation that you have there. Um, that's interesting. That's that's your takeaway. Well, I, that was my first thought. Like, there was just, yeah, there was just a couple of things that didn't make sense in the moment, but when I re- went back and looked at it, it the story tells itself if you kind of look at the overall picture of what they did and why. Yeah, it seems like uh, there weren't too many crazy mistakes. Uh, there were some interesting picks. Tyreek Hill, goddamn. Tyreek, thank you. Thanks. People are you know, like idiots. They, everybody's pulled all of their hair out now and have turned off the podcast, but stick with us. Thank you for finding that. Um, I 
you know, the Patriots get Mac Jones at 15. They're oh, not, man. You they don't have to trade Peter up or down. They just sit right there. They get the guy who i sure they think. I mean, I, I don't know. He, he seems like a perfect fit with Belichick. You think so? Dude he does in, seem pretty Brady-ish. He seems Brady-ish yeah. and perhaps a little more athletic than Brady, they yes. said. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he's a pocket passer. He Cerebral, is a smart guy. Accurate. Everybody says that he nobody goes from first read to second read to third read to fourth read like that guy. Hmm. The question, of course, will be how easy is it to play quarterback at Alabama when all your receivers are legit first-round players? So this is the other and theme all that I want to bring up. Open. Yeah, so there's the two different ways to look at this. So he's playing against the hardest competition, but he has the best weapons. On the other by side, by on the other side, Trey Lance is the exact opposite. He's playing against the shittiest possible competition, and he's like throws two interceptions in his entire college career, or whatever. It's like the I think he has the the lowest amount of uh, interceptions in a single season, whatever. Yeah, I think he only had one, but he he's throwing a shitty receivers too like he's the competition is obviously yeah reduced, but, but he same also with his, played at north dakota state which is essentially the alabama of division two yeah but so, i'm saying his competition is not yes florida no no no, that's true so like that so like are we gonna hold it against mac jones that he's playing he has the best talent but playing against the most you know the most difficult opponents or are we holding against trey who's obviously playing against reduced double a whatever their division well is? we we saw that Mac Jones went 15th and Trey Lance went third. So there, that might be your answer. In between, the Bears traded up and got Justin Fields from Ohio State. Hey, who did the Bears trade with? I think I botched my my recap of who traded for what. Do you have that in front of uh, you? I will pull it up. Because here. I got confused because I know that I think the Eagles. Yeah, anyways, there was the a Bears there was like, right did in that make space. a deal with the Giants. Okay. And then somehow the Eagles got moved up too, right? Yes. I I think By one the spot. Eagles took the Cowboys. The that's Eagles moved from was. twelve to ten. The Cowboys went to from ten to twelve. Okay, that's and then the story. The the Giants traded with the Bears because they kept saying the NFC East is coming up next. Right, and then like they all all the trades started. Happening. So that's what happened. So the Eagles jump the Giants, and the Giants probably were planning to take Devontae Smith, but they the Eagles jump them, take Devontae Smith. So then the Giants trade back because they want a receiver. Right. The next best one's going to be Tooney. That's the story, I was, the narrative I was trying and to And that makes line. sense. And then the Bears jump up and they get their quarterback. Uh, Who Justin I believe is 11. a really good pick at that spot for them. I think Fields was the number two quarterback, personally. Well, like, we'll that's, he's the second one I would I mean, won. it's interesting to have five dudes in this thing. We haven't talked about the dude from Utah that went second. Nobody talked about him BYU. leading up to it either. Like, yeah. he got no press. He's very handsome. Peter's in love with him. He is. Peter's like that guy's so fucking hot. Fucking. It was uh it was it was pretty funny. I should tell you to check out the too much dip Instagram. They got a great gram off here. I'll show it to you. Oh yeah. It says uh show me you're from BYU without saying you're from BYU. And it's just a video of him with like a bunch of other dudes from the draft and it's pretty clear who the the BYU dude is. <laughs> okay. Um anyhow, anyway. So, yeah, it, it, I still don't have a take on that guy. I know nothing about him. He played at BYU. He was supposedly really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this is, you know, he's a guy who played against sort of inferior competition in his conference, uh, but has big skills and is a good athlete. And the comparison I heard yesterday uh-huh. was uh, uh, Jay Cutler, dude with huge arm. Okay. But maybe he's a little smarter than Jay Cutler. <laughs> maybe he cares a little bit more. Not which, such a bully. I mean, I think everyone cares a little bit more than Jay Cutler. <laughs> but it, things worked out for Jay. 
Um, yeah, so that, that's those are the the big quarterback stories. Um, you know, the other thing that oh, the horn pick was a shocker to me. The, yeah, the that corn, seemed like the biggest reach. But I, it makes sense. They're Carolina. They pick a guy from South Carolina. I guess. I guess. I, I, I thought the Sultane kid was way better than doesn't him. Make or it looked like he me. was on the on the big board at least. I don't understand the fucking Cowboys. We'll get to them in a second because <laughs> I'm just speechless. Who'd uh, they take? Parsons? They took a guy named Micah Parsons. Yeah. Micah. Uh, there's a new Micah in town in Texas, which is probably good for me moving forward because people learn how to spell my name correctly. Uh-huh. Um, that does help. But why do you take a linebacker? I guess because uh, the white guy retired. Yeah, Sean Lee did, but they, they paid Jalen Smith higher than any other. Like, mm. I think he was the highest paid linebacker in football. Uh, and many people are saying they should just cut him. Which well, is crazy. Lee left, and he was from Penn State, so they had to take a Penn State linebacker to replace That's him. Maybe so. And they've got Van Der Esch. Like, you've got three linebackers, and in the NFL, you can only play two most of the time because you got to have uh, everybody throws the football all the time. Don't they play on the outside quite a bit? The idea with Parsons, no, no, those dudes aren't pass rushers. They don't They're, do any ed- edge rush? Yeah. Uh, Parsons, apparently, is like four three eight. So, like, super the, fast. The feeling is that, like, he has safety speed. So maybe so you play him coverage, as a linebacker, linebacker, but you can play him in coverage. Well, but he was like mega league five star recruit coming out of high school. Um, oh yeah, I mean, he, what did he do? He did something. He wrong. sat out last year. I, I he has I, some character issues. Yeah, that's the I thing. Don't know is there was are. some sort of character flaws or whatever. I just you don't call get it. it. There's no other teams in the NFL pay linebackers, and now the Cowboys have three, and you can only play two. Like I just I don't understand, hmm. and I won't ever understand. He may be the best defensive player in the draft. And and I hope he is as a Cowboys fan, but like, couldn't we? Have, I think that Cowboys have been targeting both those corners, and the corners went a right. little bit higher. That's right. Uh, Sertan Junior was the guy that he's I, the one that they were. That was take. the one the Cowboys kept. You know, he all was the supposed mocks. to be the best in yeah, and he was gone before the Cowboys at ten. They trade down to twelve, and then they take Micah Parsons. I, I yeah, don't know, man. they probably just assumed that that was going to work out for them, and then had to make impulse decisions to get to Parsons. That would be my guess. Uh, Kyle Pitts, the highest tight end drafted ever, I think, uh, goes four to Atlanta. Yeah, they kept they, everybody's been talking about that kid. I mean, I watched Florida a couple times. The guy who stood out to me the whole time was that Tooney guy. Like, I never, I don't remember even seeing Pitts on the field, although I know I wasn't looking for him, and I'm sure that he's done some amazing things. He is a freak of an athlete, according to all of his statistics and charts. But I've seen him do some some wild have, things. Yeah. yeah, I just know that Tooney guy was. I, I do agree though. Murdered. I mean, they, us they had some big time, as in Missouri, big time talent. Yeah. Um, the other thing, Bama has six first round picks, which yeah. tied the all time record for which was the, the U. four Miami team. Yeah. yeah. Also, say this: there should have been do one you know more. Many, do you know how many Big Twelve picks there were, Brad? How many? Zero. Zero. Zero Big Twelve players drafted in the first round. That's shocking. Bama has six. There, there were like a, three. There AAC wasn't even many teams. like on the big board at the end either. There was like three or four. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know when the first Big Twelve player goes. Uh, the guy who should have gotten picked is that defensive tackle out of Bama that didn't go. They should have had seven go. A bunch of really strange p- uh, picks were made towards the end of the of the uh, draft. That like people who I didn't even see like on the big board. Yeah, sometimes those teams they just in pick the people twenty nine to thirty two range. They just don't. They're like, this is a perfect fit. We're going to take this guy. Yeah. 
or they say like this guy might not be the best player, but we can ha- if we take him in the first round, we'll hold- have him for five years, and he won't be a pain in my ass. Yeah, like he, I he projects as a solid, if not spectacular, whatever. Yeah, I mean, who knows what the working project is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all these general managers say they got the best player, football player that in the, the draft, <laughs> and the guy they wanted the most, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you look at best available moving forward, uh, there's a dude from Notre Dame. There's that a, the safety, linebacker. Yeah, the safety from TCU. Is the second best player, so that he's most likely. Mitch to was be. calling that guy Ed Reed all night. Trayvon Morin. Yeah, Mitch thinks he's good. He is uh, potentially the first Big Twelve player. Uh, if you look at the uh, the rest of the projected, there's Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, Alabama, Georgia. What's the Alabama's guy's name? Uh, Eli- oh, wait, that's a wide receiver. Yeah, that's Alabama defensive tackle Christian Barmore. Yeah, yeah, he's a bad boy. That's who I thought should have gone in the first round. Ten monster. Yeah, buddy. So we'll see. Um, Nick Bolton from Missouri for those. He's he's down there. there. He's sitting in, in the top 10 best players remaining. So he should be a second-round pick tonight, and we'll be watching. Uh, any other takeaways before we talk about Aaron Rodgers? No, but I am excited to talk about Rodgers. Rodgers. Where do you think he go? I don't think the Packers are going to trade him. So what does that I, mean? He's, like- he's got two years of contract left, right? Something so. like that. It might be more. So either he comes back or he sits out and just doesn't get I don't, paid. I don't think he's going to sit out. So then he I comes back and they have to trade him. But he can't just like not show up and then whatever. He, he can't get out of this contract, can he? No. So they'd have to trade him, obviously. He's I under contract take... through the 2023 season, but has no more guaranteed money left on his deal. Uh so maybe this is just a play to get him paid. I don't. I don't know. The general manager came out yesterday and said, "quote We're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers." So and there you go. You're playing, buddy. Um, they should have drafted a receiver to make him happy. What was it Elijah Wood or whatever? His no, name they was? refused to do that. I know they the should Packers have. Just love to say fuck you. Although, when if you watch the draft <laughs> sound, I'm sure you were. Yeah, we'll we talk about your draft like. experience, but um, Lewis Reddick was like. I mean, you could take a, a quarterback, but this relation or a wide receiver, this relationship's over. Well, like you're not going to win him over with a draft pick, it's, right? It's over in this case, which is just kind of funny. And then they took a defensive player, which is just another fuck you. Not as big as the fuck you that they gave him last. You year know, it's the bigger fuck you. Quarterback, the even bigger fuck you. Okay, so Jacksonville, they take Trevor Lawrence, and then before the guys even played a snap, they do something to accommodate him and take the fucking Etney yeah, kid out of the running yeah. back straight. Can never like say his, his name, who I think is fucking incredible. Exactly. Then Travis you look at, uh, I think Miami took Waddle, right? So that's, that's two as guys. He's played one year and he's got credibility enough to be pulled. Mm-hmm. You got Joe Burrow. They're taking Jamar Chase. Like all these dudes who have like less than 12 games under their belt have more sway than Aaron Rodgers, who's been in the it's league funny. for who got God knows how long. That's true. So it's funny that these other teams are accommodating and then the Packers are just like, nah, fuck it. We yeah. we got we got love on the bench. We're we're good. It's crazy to me. I you know, I heard a trade last night that would that I liked for a few reasons. What? Uh which is Aaron Rodgers to Seattle for Russell Westbrook Russell Wilson straight up. <laughs> just because I I don't like Russell Wilson. Okay. Uh, I, I just don't like I like watching him play. He's Do you a great think he'd player. be miserable in the cold? Yeah, I mean Seattle's pretty cold, but it's colder in Green Bay. Yes, I, I guess sure. he played at Wisconsin, didn't he? Yeah, he'd like it there, but I don't think so. He's so LA now, and he's got the the Sierra, the R, Sierra, the R and B singer wife, and like I just I think that it would be 
you know, I, I don't think he would be happy to go back to the Midwest. Devontae Adams is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, it, he might actually not mind that. You know what would be funny is if somehow the, the uh, Saints managed to get Aaron Rodgers on that roster. Now that Breeze is gone, that would be something else. I don't know how they would go about getting that trade done, but would like to see him in uh, New Orleans. That would be really fun. Uh, we shall see. Uh. We shall see. The Saints did not draft a quarterback last night. Um, the Kansas Jayhawks have a new head coach. Who? Lance Leipold, who comes from uh, Buffalo, which is where they hired Turner Gill from, which did not work either. This guy's career record, six years at Buffalo, 37 and 33. I hadn't been keeping up with Kansas. What happened to self? Like, how did that play out? Oh, not no, football. Oh, I thought you were saying that they changed no, the basketball. Miles. I was like, what happened here? You I, remember they fired Les Miles. Yeah, yeah, because he, yeah, okay. I knew that he was part. being real creepy. I thought you were trying LSU. to sneak a uh, basketball No, 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 they gave self me. a lifetime contract. Yeah, he's a lifer. Okay, I thought, like, maybe, he, like, Snoop Dogg had, it had come out that Snoop Dogg was just, like, straight up paying players. Oh, who knows what happens, but... I knew that they were under Black. the microscope, but uh, yeah, okay. So self's fine. So now we're looking at the guy from Buffalo. The guy from Buffalo. Cool. I I look forward to Kansas losing a lot of games. That's, mm. They need Todd Racing. They they could use him. Maybe they should they should have hired Todd to be the head coach. At least they'd be interesting. There would be a lot of scandals at that university. <laughs> <laughs> Todd living out there. <laughs> Well, Do yeah. not send that man to the Orange Bowl. Can, His whole team be in space yeah, all night can long. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you took modern day Todd Reese and put him in Lawrence, Kansas, and just mm. cooped him up there? He, he it'd be something. Kansas start recruiting the U though. He, he'd, he'd be taking a lot of market trips to Miami. He'd be going after Miami. a lot of Florida athletes. Well, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Pretty good time, man. It's fun. That the first round of the draft is always really. Fun. It is. I you know I don't know what what the big takeaways, what the big storylines are for for night two, but there should be a lot of players and we'll be watching. tons of talent left on the board. You know, can I make fun of the NFL for a little while? Please. Too? Uh, the NFL's like. Uh, fundraising thing that they're doing for charity where they're doing like the interview or not interview letting the people announce the picks well it's yeah and uh, like that's fine that was like to raise awareness for people that have done stuff yeah but they have this thing called the draft-a-thon i saw that is that really the best name we can come up with draft telethon draft-a-thon like what aren't you the nfl aren't you a multi-billion dollar industry can't we do better than draft-a-thon for a charity give back i just I, i was very underwhelmed by that you don't like the marketing team behind that. I just thought it was just pretty pretty weak. Mailed in. They mailed it in. And the the Roger Goodell uh chair that they had on stage. The leather one? Yeah. You heard the story behind that. They kept talking about it, but kind of. Apparently it was the chair that he sat in when he did the draft last year in right. his basement. Okay. So they brought it to Cleveland. Okay, and that's why they let all these people sit in it and do all that. I get. I like. I did not understand it, and I did not think it was cool. I it was just like, all right, cool. Uh, NFL fans are so weird. Like that trail will probably go to the, to the Hall of Fame. I'm sure somebody <laughs> and people will like lose their minds. Yeah, because NFL fans are the worst people. In well, but you you would see them. They'd be sitting in those chairs wearing like high like multicolored socks and dog masks. I and hate NFL fans. It, it's weird. They. The true NFL fans, like the ones who go to the games and who have a specific team in mind and aren't just fantasy bozos like us, yeah, they're weird people, they're man. Scum, man. They're like uh, WWE wrestling fans. They're way worse, I think. I don't know about that, but uh, anyways. Yeah, Brad, uh, 
you know, I, I, the last Cowboys game I went to was with uh, with Danny, and it was, gosh, six or seven years Did you ago. See the now? box? No, no, we set up high, um, and tickets were still expensive. It, they were playing RG three when he was still with the Reds. Oh, okay. the Reds, the Washington football team. That's right, Charlie. Give her that little peanut butter bone thing. She really likes that one. It, we bought it. It was apparently called Indestructible. So she, yeah. she'll put it. It's still to intact. Test. There's no toy she can't destroy. Anyway, uh, we went and saw the Cowboys. And just like the people that are at Cowboys games are such scum. There was a guy in front of us. There were these two dudes. They were so hammered. It was a Monday, Sunday nighter or a Monday nighter. It wasn't Saturday. That's all It I was know. not Saturday. Someone had to work the next day. And these guys <laughs> were just hammered. They had these two girls that looked like escorts with them. And this one guy had a shirt on that said, I want some glory hole. Oh, gosh. It was just really. And then like shouts to Danny. But he was like, I have no great place to go for the game in Arlington. We can have some beers. I'm like, all right, cool. And we like just rolled into a Hooters. <laughs> we go into a Hooters and there was like, people were just like, there was a woman there, like a young, like a 20 something girl there. And a waitress? No. Like, okay. And she was wearing a Redskins jersey because she was hmm. supporting her team. Okay. And like these dudes, were, they're just a bunch of like 50 year old dudes like yelling at her and throwing napkins and like calling her a bitch like very openly. And I'm like, well, what is going on here? Have it like, a little bit of, and Danny and I looked at each other like we got to get out of here. And Danny was like, "Yeah, I know another place." And then we walked across the parking lot. Twin Peaks to Twin Peaks. Yes, <laughs> it was a double restaurant day for us. No Redskins jerseys in in there. Uh, yeah, and we, it, it was a much more refined cl- group at, the, uh, at Twin Peaks. <laughs> a lot of lumberjacks <laughs> and lumberjills. Actually, there you have it. All right, let's get out of here, Brad. Play me out, baby. We got twenty more minutes. I st- or twenty more seconds. Uh, check us out. Check out Mind of Micah. Check out uh, Micah's Re of the Week, and we'll be back next week with, uh, and maybe later this weekend. Who knows? Yeah. Breaking down the draft is fun. So, talk to you later. Until mm. bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>